are listening to the official Pitch Dive and Muppets in Cape Town podcast, episode 38. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, hi. Okay, special episode. We are here with some of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. That's them. Abby Feuder. Hello. Liz Labaz. Hello. And Caitlin Moore. Hello. They all flew out all the way to Cape Town to just hang out with me. True. Accurate. So they've come many thousands of miles to be here. And so you should be listening to them extra hard. Truth. Yeah. And I really want to give the floor to them as much as possible. I want you all to hear about their experiences here. So, guys, talk about being in South Africa. It's amazing. I mean, I can definitely see how it would be difficult to live here. Um, Clearly. Thanks, Liz. (laughs) So we weren't lying in all those miserable podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, as a visitor, it has been super fun and just, it's been incredible. Okay, so you guys got it out here on Sunday. Right. Yes. Right? Monday morning, Robin woke up to a phone call of me crying. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so originally... So there was, this will not be a podcast advertising the hostel accommodations. Right. Originally, Abby was going to crash with us. You know, as you all know, we live in a one-room apartment, a loft, and Abby was going to sleep on our couch, and Liz and Caitlin were going to stay in a nearby hostel. But after one night, Liz and Caitlin were like, Mm, nope. So we worked it out. <laughs> it's true. Basically, working it out meant, through Liz's brilliance, buying a piece of lawn furniture. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah, lawn padding? <laughs> yeah, lawn yeah. Padding. Liz bought... It's a cushion for a chef's cushion. lounge. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Okay, so guys, so anyway, we all ended up staying in our tiny apartment, which was cramped, but honestly, the most fun. And... Really, the the main lesson from that was that Colin is a fucking saint, if you True. haven't already learned Yes. That. Because, like, I loved it. The person who really lost out was Colin, who had to go to work every morning at 9 a.m. Sorry, Colin. That um, was okay. But he managed it like a champ. Colin, I think, was so happy to see me, so happy to have my friends here. So, Aww. let's just start with, for each of you, what was the best part of the trip? Everybody just exhaled. Yeah, sorry for the silence. We were all just like, I don't know how we're going to decide <laughs> oh. what the greatest moment of this trip was, because it was all amazing. Yes. Which is great. So that's, yes. a, that's, that's an immediate indication of the level of yes. awesome yeah. that this trip was. Because every day we were like, oh, here's something stunningly beautiful. Yes. I'm having a really spiritual experience. Discovering and communing with nature. So what specifically was spiritually fun riffic? When I think of the phrase spiritually fun riffic, I think of penguins. Yeah. And <laughs> we went to Penguin Beach. Boulders to, Beach. And there is a penguin colony that numbers in the few thousand at this point. And you can go to this beach and see them and get very close to the penguins on this bay and surrounded by mountains and then you can look out over the water that is the most unbelievable color 
Mm-hmm. It's better than anything you've ever seen in a movie that made you jealous of being on some white sandy beach. Yeah, I mean, I guess the spiritual part was a the spiritual fun rificness um, <laughs> was a two part thing. Of the first one was the Penguin Beach, and specifically, it was like when I go to the aviary in Pittsburgh, there are like four penguins. And you're behind a thick sheet of bulletproof glass. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is. And it's four penguins. And you're like, oh, oh look at them. But, but there is this almost like general understanding of like, you get to be this close to these things. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And then on this day in March, I'm turning a corner. I'm walking down a path. And suddenly there is a penguin walking toward me like some kind of Disney movie moment or something. And it's like, oh, leaving Pittsburgh, coming to a different part of the world, you get to know that how it is, I'm using air quotes, isn't how it is everywhere. And so that was very, I guess, eye-opening, which can be spiritual. So Liz, um, so I also was blown over by the Penguin Beach. Because it was also our first day. Our first day. So it was was that that thing I was describing about differentness. Yes. It was our first day. You You are in a different continent. And even to further, you know, exemplify what I'm talking about, like, I was talking to Mike, my fiancé, about this, and he was, when he was talking about the pictures that he saw with us, I think he said something at some point, like, oh, were you allowed to da-da-da? Or did they let you da-da-da? And I was like, there was no they. Yeah. You just... Right. And I think he... I'm sure he can't wrap his head around that the way I couldn't at first. Like, Like, excuse me, do you know that all of the penguins are loose? (laughs) Oh, oh, and can we also talk about the Dossie? Yes! Yes. So, at one point, we were walking from Penguin Beach A to Penguin Beach B, and Abby, like, stopped dead in her tracks. We were, I was, I stopped, saw this thing, and went, oh! And looked at Robin. Robin looked at me. I said, I'm sorry, that just startled me. And Robin looked at me like I was crazy. Like, I was really like, really? A dead tree? And I was like, okay, I'm not used to furry creatures staring at me from the woods. Because there was a gigantic rodent in the tree. (laughs) And then Robin went, what? Whoa, what the fuck? I've never seen those before. Right. So (laughs) apparently there's a gigantic rodent that hangs out in Boulder's Beach. It's called a Dossie. This is my first time seeing Dossies. Cute. Liz loves rodents, so I for do. her to say they're very cute, to me it looked like a very angry mongoose. And I <laughs> to be a mongoose. It looked maybe like a very I'm, fat maybe, mongoose. Yeah, look, I I can totally see that. I don't think it. mongooses are cute. So I basically saw it and was like, a scary mongoose. But Abby was so freaked out because, like, she had just stumbled upon this that, like, I took her nice camera, which I guess she's borrowing from her wonderful fiance mm-hmm. Mike. She has a nicer one at home. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I was like, I'm going to suck it up and take some pictures with the nice camera. She did, like a champ. But I was frankly terrified. Which <laughs> continued to make me think that Robin was like, yeah, giant rodent, whatevs. I'm South right. African now. And but I was like... I don't get scared of nothing. I don't get scared of nothing. Right. And then as soon as she was done, she kind of, she was like... I'm documenting, I'm documenting. And then she was like, let's get the hell out of here. Yes! And Liz was like, I'm going to stare at it for And I was like, minutes. are you crazy? Yes. You are about to But I thought it, out. right, it looked like it wanted to claw our eyes out, which we realized it maybe did because... They were baby dossies. Right. 
It was it was the they mommy Dossie. And the mommy Dossie was maybe like, Are you a threat to my babies? I will claw your face. So that was that was like we literally have only got through one day. It's true. Of our experience. So Oops. I was gonna say I was blown over by Penguin Beach, but I think I more had like my like, oh my god, spiritual I'm in Africa moment. Uh, when we were at the game drive, we were so close to so many, you know, it was like a big five game drive and the big five are, are animals that hunters used to want to hunt and they are not necessarily the most dangerous animals in Africa, but they are the most dangerous to hunt. And you saw four out of the five. We saw four out of the five. The leopard in theory was somewhere on the reserve, but they are nocturnal. Right. Um, Archer was the so world's sexiest ranger. So, okay. <laughs> we're, we're jumping to that already? Hey, Norm. Hello, Norm. Hi, honey. You would have thought he was the world's sexiest ranger. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, when I tried to explain to my friends, I didn't want them to be disappointed by what a game reserve drive is like. I didn't want them to think that it was just going to be a safari. So, I kind of described to them, I sort of compared it to the safari at Great Adventure. It's little... Because we are well-versed and have been on many safaris, so right. we would have been extremely disappointed if yes. it wasn't... <laughs> but basically, they all sort of came to the conclusion that it was going to be like Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. We didn't think there would actually be dinosaurs. Right. Uh, I was not 100% sure. All right. It's South Africa. And... Our driver just happened to look almost exactly like Jason Isaacs. I, I mean, <laughs> like, really, like, I was like, that dude looks like Jason Isaacs, who I, I, I'm embarrassed to admit this, forgot was the actor who was in Jurassic Park. Who was the says driver girl. in, right, the clever girl driver in Jurassic Park. Basically, oh, I think, I, when I saw him, I thought, oh, you look like Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan plus Jason Isaacs <laughs> equals our Dennis, guy. our one reserve driver. Plus, like, okay, so physically he was a handsome gentleman. Yes, right. I but said then, Jason Isaacs plus Paul Wright. Do sure. the math. <laughs> but, like, but then add in, like, every other story was, like, he was like, this is the scar on my arm that I got from a lion. Oh, and one time I was walking a group of teenage girls through the bush Side note, why was a group of teenage girls walking <laughs> Africa? <laughs> Africa, that's how things work here. And he, like, sacrificed himself when they got charged by ostriches. I made love to them all and turned them all into African women. <laughs> right. He used to be a big five game hunter, but he quit. Or, no, he still hunts, but he, like, doesn't lead hunts anymore because of unethical hunting. So he's like Angel. Right. He was very he much was- like... I am Angel, and I am atoning for my sin. And he has passion for saving the rhinoceroses. He loves the rhinoceroses. So you guys know about the fairy Lynn rhinoceroses from our previous episode. Good. I'm glad. We don't have to talk talk about 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 this. this. It's super sad. I will link back. Anyway, so this guy, he was all super hot, and we were the only young people on her tour, so he kind of glommed on to us. Also, like, by a margin of 30 years. <laughs> yes. At least. So. And, I mean, we also were kind of the only ones asking questions. Yeah, and no one else talked. It was very awkward. The only ones being super hot and funny the way that we all are, so he definitely really, really liked us. Mm-hmm. And Dennis, we really liked you, too. That's but true. we are, for the most part, spoken for and or only in Africa for a few days. Yeah. So, sorry. You're lost. In the next life, Dennis. Yes. In another life. life. Yes. Brother. Yeah. Thanks for the hotness and the great tour. And and for the experience of, oh my God, I'm on an African safari. Oh my God. 
the safari leader is a character from some kind yes. of comic book <laughs> or movie or TV show. Right. And he is in better. love right. with us. What the right? nonsense? I will say, I will say, it is absurd <laughs> that he is clearly totally unaware of his resemblance to the guy from Jurassic Park yes. and does not say clever girl yes. on every game drop. So we did that. We went out to wine country. We did, we did yes. a wine and chocolate pairing. Delicious. At Lanzarote Wine Farm. Tasty. Which I had never done before, ever. So, wait, did they give you, like, do they say try this wine, try this chocolate, yes. or do they give you, like, a... Oh, no, so just it's like wine one. and chocolate pairing. You get oh, fine that's awesome. Wines so there were five five wine glasses laid out and then five, five that's awesome. slabs chocolate. of chocolate in front of each one. It was yeah. great. It was fantastic. I highly recommend it. Okay, so then um yesterday. Oh, that was that was Robin Island. Uh I had never been to Robin Island. I Robin Island for the listeners who yeah. are unaware, yeah. is where political prisoners were held during apartheid. And before that, I believe there was a, like a leprosy colony. And oh, right. But like Nelson Mandela, that is where he was primarily jailed. Yeah. He was in prison for 27 years, 18 of which he spent on Robin Island. Yeah. Yes. The tour was led by, as all tours there are led by former political prisoners of the jail. You know, there was a weightiness to the tour that, right. that I think that you wouldn't get almost any, at any other. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like it's like you got to talk to this person who he was there. He lived yeah. there. He, he, lived had, been there, he there. had been there for six years. Very. It's one thing to be in the jail cell being like, wow, political prisoners were here. And it's another thing to be in the jail being like, you were here. Yes. Okay, so we did that, and then um, Caitlin, unfortunately, I don't know if you've noticed from her voice in this podcast, got a little sick while we were all here so she kind of was like good night guys <laughs> and abby and liz who if you haven't paid attention the three of us all together founded frankly scarlet the comedy troupe frankly scarlet we don't give a damn so yeah that's us so uh the three of us went to the improv class that i've gone to a few times and it was so much fun slash kind of embarrassing for me yes. to be like, here are my friends who really fucking know how to do improv. And the instructor for the class was like blown away. Like, what? He was like, I can't look directly at this. <laughs> These people know what they're doing. It's scary for me. How was it for you? I was so, so happy to have great. you there. It was so great. Well, okay, so, yes. yes. Well, I just opened a comedy theater called the Arcade Comedy Theater, www.arcadecomedytheater.com. Shows I'll every link weekend. It. I'll link it. Tickets available right now. I guess it was, I think Robin expected that both Liz and I would sort of react to the experience as improvisers. Like you just said now, like, didn't that make you feel so good? And I did, but... Right now, currently, I have more of my arcade hat on before yeah. my anything else hat. That makes Improviser, sense. whatever. So if I would just improviser, yes, I would feel like I'm standing a little taller now because it was, it was a great experience and everyone really appreciated our American brand of humor. But I more so was experiencing it as somebody that just opened a comedy theater, which is just about to start classes literally in a couple days. I guess I'm in the position now of sort of manager, teacher, whatever. So I was completely in love with how much the students loved it. I loved how incredibly supportive and 
I don't even, I, I'm trying to think of the right adjectives to describe Mark as a teacher. Just supportive, enthusiastic. Yeah. He enthusiastic. enthusiastic. Was, like, much like I suggested just, just, when I said, like, you guys should maybe come to this class. I was like, Mark will lose his mind when he sees Right, it's like improv. in movies, like Dead Poet Society or something, yeah. where the teacher is like, I am who I am because of you students yeah. and because of this teaching. That is Mark with improv. And that yeah. just warmed my heart. And it's, you know, like I said to him, I was like, this is kind of cheesy. And then after I said it, Mark, of course, was like, it's not cheesy at all. Was what I said was, I said, it's it's always uh, beautiful to see that comedy and laughing and the happiness that that brings is a universal language. And so at this point, I think, have both of you performed improv on Three Continents? Or is it just Abby? I think just Abby. Okay, yeah. so at this point, Abby has performed improv on Three Continents. And, mm-hmm. like, I just love that I got to be a part of that. Yes! Because, as I've written before on my blog, the whole reason... I joined Frankly Scarlet was like to encourage Abby and Liz to do uh. <laughs> this other thing in comedy. Yes. And so it was like, well, now me moving to Africa got you this line on your resume. So guys, let's wrap this up. Okay. Also, so, I want to clarify that my spiritual moment at the safari was not Dennis. <laughs> we, yeah, the conversation it was like, it oh yeah, this is really cool. to Dennis. We're hot. Dennis was, is, oh my God. But no, it was, it was, and I actually didn't get to say it either, that my spiritual moment was two-part. It was the Penguin Beach and then the safari very soon after. Yeah, like, even if it's not I mean, an official like, safari. we ate a termite, guys? How do we not mention that? How do we not mention that? Or what about the poop so, thing? Was that I spit Oh, my poop? God! Yeah, Abby and Dennis got in a poop-spitting fight, and Abby won. Yeah, that's just how it is in, in Africa. Africa. You like, take a pellet of a vegetarian animal poo. And, and it's it in like your mouth. it's like rock hard. Yeah, and yeah. it and it tastes like nothing. It tastes maybe it tastes like, like dirt, like dirt or grass, but not even pungent dirt. Yeah, it's like spitting a, a watermelon seed. Oh, you know, okay. People do that. Yeah, that is, I think, a thing. Spitting. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I definitely it's the have same done that. Same exact thing, except you have to sort of roll it in your mouth for a little bit to get it less wet. Yeah, and able and to you project. have to know that at one point it was in an animal's butthole. Yeah. You do, you don't have to know that. Okay. So, um, I just want to thank my guests, Abby, Liz, and Caitlin. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for having, having us, us both in your home. All three. Your continent. <laughs> and your, and yeah. your podcast. Your home, your country, your continent, and your podcast. Yes. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. Thank for you coming. to Colin, too. Yes, thank of you course. so much. Thank you it's so much awesome. for coming all the way out here. Like, I've been looking forward to this literally since we got here nine months ago. Yeah. And yeah. I will never, ever, ever forget it. Thank you Me so neither. much. Me yes, neither. So this has yeah. been a dream come true. This yeah. is like Absolutely. deathbed memory. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love all of you. Obviously. Yes, I just went morbid on you. Yes. Thank you for this week. We will die. And you will be part of that death. No, but I just, I just <laughs> live the past. Fighting off forever. <laughs> so with that, this is the last episode of our podcast because what's going to stop it? So, oh. Goodbye forever. Goodbye. Bye.